start recording. Oh, never mind. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> that was too much. Uh, I, I seem to remember last time we had a script. Uh, do we need it anymore, or have we, have we gotten... Did I not send you the script? I didn't find it, unless I missed it. Oh. Oops. Uh, I will send you the script, Frank. <laughs> Somehow I missed it. Uh, I, w I just went back and looked through my emails, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, uh-oh. Oh, dear. I... <laughs> I had my hmm. script and I was just like, wait, did Frank miss the script? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, Frank, you're going to okay. need. Uh... I, I, I'm I, like, look, I'm an improviser, man. Let's just go with it. <laughs> Let's just go with it. It's going to be fine. I don't know why, but in my mind, I've always thought that teachers just have a script planned for what they're going to say every class. And I learned that that is not true because of how when someone joins a classroom early, I join uh, Jenna, the humanities teacher classroom, I, I join her classroom early all the time. I just say random stuff and she is like, okay. <laughs> she has no clue what I'm talking about. I mean... Clearly, you, you did not take the class I taught my first year here, where I did have a script to the point where my students commented Because <laughs> I just care. I realized, like, I didn't care. Like, I, I carried it around with me in the class. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do X this. And people are like, are you planning what you're going to say? I'm like, yeah, do you not see my script? <laughs> that is not how that works. That is absolutely how that works. I am not as good as improv improvisor yeah. as Frank Yeah, I make, I, make a, I make a living improvising. So <laughs> I am an like an actor, I perform plays for my family. Yeah. Yes, you do. So I have this point where I'm just like, hmm, I'm going to go off script for no reason. Improvise. Because this, what I wrote does not make sense. So Frank, did you get the script? I have it now. <laughs> um, and did you get the other email I shared with you? The results of the poll? Let's take a look at that one here. There Ooh. we go. Yeah, positive. I don't know if I actually got that email. I did not okay. send it to you. <laughs> I'm just like, huh. You are listening to REPBPA, the semi-official, quasi-professional, locally sourced podcast of the Pioneer Valley Performing Arts Charter Public School. I am Austin, the librarian, and I'm here once again with the magical music teacher, Frank. Hey, everybody. Great to be back here. Thank you, Austin. I, I have to ask, um, this is the second time you've like volunteered and said yes to being on the podcast. Like, do you actually enjoy this or like, are you just a button <laughs> for punishment? Uh, you know, I love it. I love, uh, you know, I think this is a great idea. As I said the last time, uh, maybe I have like kind of a, a hope that I can end up like Alec Baldwin on SNL and like be doing this like 20 odd times or something. I don't know where, what, what number he's up to now. I know it's some double digit number, but uh, you know, for as long as this, this uh, podcast keeps going, I I'd love to participate. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Boy, if this podcast runs as long as SNL, there's a, there's a lot of other interesting things going on in the world. All right, so we are joined today by the equally magical and very enthusiastic Will from the seventh grade. So, Will, welcome to the Hello. pod. Hello, I um am I am here, and I asked Frank to be here because I was just like, hmm, who should I choose? Frank's perfect. Let's do that. 
<laughs> Fantastic. So, Will, Will, you are a seventh in seventh grade, and so that means you're coming to PVPA in the time of COVID. Um, so I have to ask, like, why, why PVPA in a, in a pandemic? Oh, are you enjoying? Uh, yes, it? actually. So, the first ever school I went to was a art school, a Worcester Arts Magnet. You guys probably don't know it because you don't live in Worcester. So, but I went there until sixth grade, and I love acting. So I was just like, this, this school's perfect. Um, I knew that my stepsister wanted to go to the school, but then realized that she didn't want to go. So that's how I got the information about this school in the first place. Now I'm here and I like it, but the, the problem is COVID. It, it, I, I can't stay in this. I've been outside, of course. But I can't stay in my house I need to go to school. Help. I mean, I think I think you summed up like the past year and a half very succinctly. The problem is COVID. Ah. But we are we are making the best of it. Um, and that includes doing this podcast and me welcoming you guys to another episode of REPBPA. Uh, we have a very creative podcast planned. Um, but to kick us off, Will, you have brought some weird news. Yeah, this one... I actually had a hard time finding this one because my first one I liked, but then I found a new one by just watching the news. And I was like, hmm, this one's interesting. So apparently there's this new app out there called Deep Nostalgia, which basically there's a picture. Like you can have like an old picture and it just reanimates the picture so that it moves. And the reason that I call this weird is because why make an app based off of, like, looking, like, seeing old photos move? Because that literally looks like an alien is in the body of the person that's moving. It, it's not, it does not look okay. Terrifying. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. say terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, I was scrolling on my Instagram account and someone had posted they did that to a picture of Abraham Lincoln that had also been colorized. And it was just, it was, it, you know, <laughs> it's like hard I'm just pinching my nose, just like, oh God. Yes, we have crossed the uncanny valley and weird things out there, people. Weird things. Okay, um, so that is weird. Um, but we did not come here to discuss weird news or people being reanimated from photos or even or even I don't know we didn't we didn't go too far into that which I think is maybe for the best um it wasn't scripted so we came here I mean half of this isn't scripted you know you've got the script so we came here to answer hard-hitting listener questions or at least just regular listener questions so yeah Frank what is the first question we have today? Okay, let's see here. What is the first question we have today? Uh, okay, is it... What is your hidden talents? Oh, whoops. No, I, that is not... The, I, I sent you the I, wrong I script. I am sorry, Frank. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not Chloe. <laughs> 
You are you are sure not Chloe. This is this is this has been a fantastic live episode of REPDPA, folks. Uh, I am sending you an email message with the subject of the real script. I, so I um, saw that and I was like, I wonder if this is the <laughs> So this should be the right script, though I will personally find this very funny. Of course, all of this is, you know, keeping in mind that I can edit this yes. out. But I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Austin, did you did you send it already? Uh, yeah, hopefully. This is perfect. It is not coming in. I love technology. I love <laughs> technology. It is. I edit videos for my channel, and I'm just like, huh. When I do a gaffe, when I make a mistake, should I edit that out or no? We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. Got it. <laughs> tech issues. Gotta love them. Yeah. I mean, this is not a tech issue. This is a host issue. Like, like none of this would be happening if I had actually remembered to send the script to Frank. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. The first question of the day is... Uh, let's see. The question is, life with salad or without salad? This is sent by Anonymous. And... Yeah, so <laughs> I chose this question because I love salad to, like, literal death. I I cannot live without it, which is why I chose this question, because why is this a question? Living without salad is not life in my brain. So, so I, I'm curious if anybody else has seen this out there in, uh, in the world is like on my YouTube, for whatever reason, there's this this ad that keeps popping up that keeps going, salad will not help you lose weight. Uh, oh, that, that and I, ad. And, 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 I, and, and I find that just the strangest thing. Because <laughs> I can tell you right now, it can. <laughs> it can. Uh, I am definitely uh, quite a bit lighter. Uh, because I started to <laughs> salad into my diet, which I did not do before uh, COVID. I just, well, I, I love salad. I have always eaten it, and there's no point at which I've just been like, you, salad. What about you, Austin? What about, what about me? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm actually curious. Like, so Frank, is it like life with salad? Like where, what, what side of the equation do you come, I, on, come I think, down on? I think salad is good. I think it's great. I think it's good for you. Uh, and you know, I, I can't, I could not imagine life without salad. I, I honestly, I think it needs to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. Are you just going with the majority or no? <laughs> No, and actually, I will illustrate my point by by an interesting little story that this made me think of, um, because salad has indirectly um, led uh, introduced me to the world of burritos. Okay, and like there is a thread here. Um, so I had my first burrito when I was studying abroad in England, and I was in Oxford. Um, and they say, and yeah, Frank's eyebrows are being raised already. Um, but I was walking around, you know, when we were in college, I was walking around with, with two of my friends and we were trying to figure out where we wanted to go for dinner and places were closed and we couldn't decide. And so they asked me like, well, what do you, what do you want to eat? I said, well, I really just want a salad and I'm not going to name names, Sophia, but they made fun of me, um, for just wanting a salad. Um, 
And like, I don't know if I was hurt by that or whatnot, but I just remember like, all right, I'm going to go find my own dinner. You guys can go eat greasy pub food or something like that. Um, lo and behold, I couldn't find a place that was open or within my budget. Um, and I ended up stumbling across a burrito place and had my, my very first burrito in Oxford, England. So the first, first burrito I ever had was in some ways like thanks to salad, <laughs> but also in England. I'm just trying to connect the dots of like how all of this works. I, I think I'm a little bit more shocked that your first burrito was in college. <laughs> Frank, I grew up in New Hampshire. The the story I always tell is dill was considered a spice. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, completely understand now. Carry on. <laughs> Yeah, so so what I'm saying is life without salad to me is like life without a window to a ton of other mm. foods. <laughs> that is a weird way to say that you like salad, but I approve. <laughs> but I mean, I love salad. Like, absolutely. Um, like, let, lettuce is great. Celery is great. So, all right, I think we, we've exhausted that. Yes. So, yeah, and Freya, so we... For the, for the listener, obviously can't see us, but we can see each other, you know, and Frank is still giving you, like, the evil eye from, like... What? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, you know... <laughs> that is not an evil eye. Your, your first... Your first it is not an evil eye. In college, that, that just... At, at age 21, wow. yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, among my other many exploits of ignorance. All right. Um, so, our next question. Uh, what is in the queue there, Will? Okay, so... I don't know. What, uh, I'll just read the question and then say what I mean. What does Tiana, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, do for fun when she's away from school? This is from Peter. I don't know anything about this. In fact, <laughs> I don't even know what Tiana... Well, well, like, well, while you guys were talking, I just decided to look up the name and nothing I knew came up. So I was just like, uh... help me. <laughs> Will, I really hope that some of our, some of your classmates uh, will remember how bad you are with names. That, that is Tina. Okay. <laughs> that is Tina. Yes. Uh, famously, um, for famously. anyone who doesn't, for, famously, for anyone who doesn't know, including you, Austin, in Frank's class, and still to this day, I messed up Natalia's name. And you nailed it though. You just I, I nailed it this time, but I kept saying Natalie every single class. And in fact, on the day I was hosting the um open mic. Open mic. Yeah. I was like I made an entire joke based off of that. But <laughs> back to the question. Yes. Who is this? So so okay, so it, for for those of you who may not know, Tina is our production manager at the school and, and uh, Tina has a workspace in the main stage theater uh, under the audience, uh, raised audience seating. And uh, and so I, I chose this question because, not necessarily because I actually know what Tina does in her free time. Uh, I chose this question because I knew it was gonna give me the opportunity to come up what I hope that she does. And uh, so, I know that in the process, there are some lemon Girl Scout cookies that are accompanying Tina into whatever she does 
Tina, part of Tina's free time is talking to Meemaw. And if you don't know who Meemaw is, just ask Tina because Meemaw is one of the most awesome people around with great, <laughs> with great tidbits of wisdom. So I know that Meemaw is in there. Uh, Tina also knows how to travel in between realities. And you, you, you know, just let your imagination run wild because I... Oh, oh yeah, that's normal. <laughs> I, I do that all the time. Traveling in between different realities—that's normal. And there is a there is this fantastic uh, dictionary that Tina has created of words that she has created in order to account for the things that she can't remember. Uh, so, uh, so some of the words in the dictionary are uh, shimizibop, uh, the duwahiti, the hikwadoodle, and the shabazz. Austin <laughs> is just nodding his head. Like I know that people can't and, see this. And, so and, and, and these things, these things are real. These things are real. If, if you ever get into a conversation with Tina, <laughs> Tina will be like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the 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 shimmily doodle." And I'll be like, "Exactly." <laughs> and at this point, now I'm fluent in Tina, and so uh, <laughs> we spend is this a lot now a language together. that I need to learn. Yes, yes, it, it will be shortly. I'm sure. And so Tina. So Tina is definitely one of the most interesting people in school. I suggest everybody get an opportunity to uh, hang out and talk with Tina. Uh, Can we make a class based <laughs> on just learning that language? Uh, you know, give it some time. Take Tina's class. You will start to pick it up quickly. <laughs> okay, got it. Very much so. And actually, like, I think that we have an opportunity to do just that because I've invited Tina yes! on the podcast. <laughs> what? So yes! hello. Hi. Yes! <laughs> yes! What in the world just happened? Tina! <laughs> That's how usually I call Tina in the hallway. That's true. I still haven't Tina! seen that. Um, you have to explain why you scream my name, though, in the hallway. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. Tina, did I get anything wrong? Um, no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, there is, uh, so the Tina language is a thing. Um, there's also Tina charades, because I forget words, and then I'll just do yeah. the action. Um, so I think Becca and Megan, who graduated last year, are pretty fluent in the, in the silent Tina language. <laughs> but yeah, I do make up words a lot. <laughs> Wow, okay, that was that was something I did not expect at all. I was just oh, like, what? The, Surprise! The, the lemon cookies? Yeah, oh, that's dead <laughs> lemon on. Cookies, yeah. Like, lemon it's cookies, to the extent yeah. that Frank already knows to save me some boxes, because I'm also, like, I never have cash on me, so I'm always like, oh, gosh, I gotta go to the bank. Um, but yeah, definitely um, the lemon It's cookies. gotten to the point now, I just buy them for you. I just buy them for you now. <laughs> Don't even like ask for money. I just I just walk in during Girl Scout cookie season and drop them on your desk and be like, Please. "You did do that last year. You did do that. I forgot about that. It made me really happy." <laughs> lemon cookies. Yeah, lemon awesome. cookies are really good. Um, but yeah. So, but Will, you're a theater person. Uh, yes, I I dabble in theater. <laughs> well, then then you so say you 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 will be growing very very familiar with uh, seeing Tina around um, and learning to speak Tina <laughs> and whatnot. So consider this a first introduction. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> yes. This, this is going to be... Okay. I am I am very uh, short, 
And so if you look for someone who looks old but very short, that's probably going to be me. And I'm always walking really fast. Yeah. Stop like, it, super Tina. fast. Like, you're probably good. the first time you see Tina, you're probably going to mistake Tina for a student. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. It's Don't even try. Definitely, yeah. No. Well, if you get up close, um, you can see the wrinkles. But yeah, no, I've definitely been pulled over by police wondering why I'm driving out after curfew um, without my parents. And I'm like, I'm going to be 40 in a couple weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, man. Every, Austin, pretty much every knows, student man. is taller than me. So. Huh. I mean, Will is of an uncertain height right now, so maybe that's not the case. <laughs> I put money on it, though. I can, like, count on one hand. that conversation happen out there? <laughs> Fantastic. Man, Tina, so great to hear your voice, man. That <laughs> made my day. Well, if you listen to any of the audiobooks, there, um, you will hear my voice. I did record some of the audiobooks, so. On oh, okay. The, uh, All right now. Yeah. <laughs> I suggest Galia's Daughters just because it's also a really good book. Okay. Excellent. All right. So now, so now that Tina's here, I'd say we, we should uh, we should plug we should plug on with, yeah. with more questions. <laughs> sure. Right, I got, do so, I get the next one here? Uh, actually, I do. Um, but uh, it, it, this is, I think, yeah. So our next question. Someone, you're you're right there, Tina. Oh yeah, it was probably one of the eighteen wheelers, or the horses. <laughs> I don't know. I live in the woods. The horse? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that I explains I, everything. Um, I live in the woods, and one day somebody was walking a horse down the street like it was a dog. And I just remember, like, just being totally baffled. <laughs> All right. Um, but our, our next question, uh, our next question seems actually very appropriate uh, for those we have here today. Um, because Ash writes in to ask us, uh, if you could bring back one artist who has passed away, no matter the genre, who would it be? I'm. I thought about this question because I was just like, who who would I bring back? And I instantly n- now am thinking Stanley. That that is who I would bring back. Um, if no one knows who that is, I am sorry. And secondly, Stanley is the, um, uh, if you watch any Marvel movie, he's cameoed in all ones except for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. And he is the, like, uh, writers and co-creators of most comics on, on Spider-Man and, like, other Marvel characters, so. Oh, Stan Lee. I thought you said Stan <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who Stanley is. <laughs> is this like a bass guitarist I'm unfamiliar with or something? Don't worry, I have bad hearing too. That makes at least three of us. All right, uh, Frank? Yeah. Do I no, an I mean, do oh. you have an answer? Oh, oh, do I have an answer? Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, well, it'd be, a, it'd be it, it, it's really a toss up between Prince and James Brown. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a yeah. Toss-up. Prince and James Brown, like just bring back the funk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's an easy one. That probably goes really well with my uh, 
my my spirit animal from the last <laughs> podcast that I was. Oh in. yes, I remember <laughs> listening to that and being like, yeah. "Huh?" <laughs> what, what was it like? Fire cheetah spirit? Something like yeah, seventies cheetah. Yeah, spirit seventies <laughs> cheetah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yep. Soundtrack got to be either James Brown or Prince. So it's it's gonna be one of those two. Done. <laughs> Well, Tina, do you have someone in mind, or or? Um, I also kind of have a tie. Um, a two that actually passed away. Well, one this year and one last year, but Cicely Tyson and Terrence McNally, oh, yeah. just because they're great artists. And I grew up watching T- Cicely Tyson movies, and yeah, I was really sad when she passed. <laughs> um, and Terrence McNally is an amazing playwright, or was an amazing playwright. So. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this, and you know, like my first gut reaction was was uh, Vincent Van Gogh, like you know, because you know he you know in the great you know pantheon of of artists who have died too young, right? Like he he is one of those, um, and I think that would be very interesting, you know, to have him paint in the twenty first century. I think. If if we were trying to paint what is happening right now, we would just paint a fire. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be an impressionist fire. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it would be fire with viruses on it. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Don't we live in a world where a banana taped to a wall sold for a couple mil? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just Let's just go with that and yeah. <laughs> be like, okay, yeah, yeah. Fire? You probably could just paint fire on a canvas and it'd probably sell mm-hmm. right about now. Mm-hmm. Or set the canvas on fire and sell the ashes. <laughs> sell the ashes. <laughs> that took a dark turn. <laughs> that did. That, that did get kind of dark. We are not feeling really good about it. And the dark term was started by me, so yeah. I'm the one to blame for literally every dark turn that I do in class is that I'm in. Sorry. Yeah, you're the one who picked the question about death, so sure. <laughs> I, I'm i very dark sometimes. All right. Well, I, I don't know if I agree with that, just based on the, what, half an hour now I've known you, Will? Um <laughs> That is not a long enough time to know me. Frank will know this. <laughs> that is not a long enough time. Well, let's move away from, from dark questions or ashes or however dark Will wants to make this. Um, I don't think this is any lighter. I don't think this next question is any lighter. Well, 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 well what is it? If aliens come to Earth, what is the first thing you would show them? Is that submitted by anyone? Oh, that was submitted by... God, no. <laughs> I, I, someone else say the name, please. Uh, let me see here. That's from... Uh, that question comes from Kyle. Thank you. Yep. And I will, I will, I will answer that one first. Uh... If aliens were to come to Earth, what would be the first thing that I would show them? The first thing that I would show them. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 at first I 
I said a smile. That that's what came <laughs> into my head. But but then I thought to myself, <laughs> would showing my teeth be like a, <laughs> a sign of, of of like aggression? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, maybe a burrito. <laughs> like I, I don't know. It would be something really, really normal. <laughs> I feel like I, I might reach into my pocket and like pull out some lint and be like, "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I wouldn't have the presence of mind. You know, like I, I. Oh, you know what? I had this image like. Will, you probably wouldn't know this, but some of the folks out there may remember a movie named Cocoon, right? A movie with Patrick uh, and uh, but but there's a scene because you follow the story of these uh, kind of senior citizens in a senior citizen home, but actually a few of them are aliens. And at a certain point in the movie, as they are, the the character like pulls his eye down a little bit, like the, the little bit of his eye and this white, this light comes out. Bright light comes out. No, this is not a gross movie. It's actually a drama. But uh, like I, I always thought to myself that if I was put into that situation, <laughs> like how, what, what would you share? And it would probably be just the most regular thing. Like, because they're coming here with knowing nothing and and nothing about the earth and so it's difficult to like separate everything that we know about our experience on this planet and go if some alien came down that knew nothing about this planet or maybe had watched us from the sky and then decided to come drop in uh <laughs> no i know i wouldn't be i wouldn't say anything i would say something i would be like if you've been watching this i'm sorry <laughs> if, <laughs> if you know nothing about us Check out this lint in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. To answer this question, I um, I just grabbed my mask because uh, I feel like um, I don't know what timeline we're talking about. Like if they're coming into the distant future or right this minute. Well, then just grab. Just here's a mask. Put it on. <laughs> You better mask up. Nobody wants to see you out there. We gotta <laughs> put this mask on so that, no, like a, a COVID mask, not a not that's a. That's probably the darkest thing that's been said this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not an alien. What's the first thing you would say? Hey, put on a mask. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad. I mean, that depends on how horror the world you want to get, right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> You know, it's like if they're invading and be like, what do you want? Like, here, don't mask up. Like, let the virus take its toll. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if they're evil, then just let the virus take them down. Why did I change my voice there? I don't know. <laughs> I want to hear what Tina has to say. Um, if it was, if they arrived today, I would show them control D and what that does in a meeting. Um, and... <laughs> So they'd understand how to mute themselves. Um, if, but in general, like any timeline, I would probably show them a scene from Men in Black, like one where they're not terrible. Like, you know, when he's not, not the first scene when he's chasing the aliens, but yeah, like when they're in the break room. So it can be like, let's be like this. Because <laughs> Men in Black is also just a really great movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, the muting thing was interesting to me because it's just like, 
You're an alien. Mute. <laughs> Everyone should learn the mute button. <laughs> Everyone, apparently. Even yeah. aliens. Yes. Yeah, first contact is through Zoom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that where this, the 2021 is going? <laughs> yeah. We get Zoomed bombed by Martians. <laughs> I, think, I think we can all agree. Let's just hope that if aliens come, they just don't come now. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like give, it a, give it a couple months, please. <laughs> please give us, just give us a couple months, I promise. <laughs> yeah. I definitely would want them to wait just because, like, dude, it, we, this is, it's only 2021. <laughs> like, we are not far enough away from 2020 to handle that level of, like, what? If aliens yeah. did come to Earth, I don't, I, I think I'd just be like, oh, this is my existence now of just seeing random <laughs> stuff happen that makes no sense. Okay. Hi there. Don't eat me. <laughs> that does say something about where we're all at that we uh that we're like, oh, if aliens come, it's like we're not phased by it. <laughs> I mean I still I just like the idea of like the first thing we show them is an apology, like Frank said. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, first contact is by Canadians. Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's an I'm sorry, just like a card that says, it's like a birthday card that says, I'm sorry. They respond with like a deepest condolences. Like we have, a, have like an extraterrestrial card swap. <laughs> and we send another get well soon again. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they would send us the get well soon. That's true. That's true now that I think about it. But yeah, it does kind of feel like nowadays it's kind of uh, in TV series, there's always like a, a dip in the quality <laughs> it's like we're in season three right now just give us some time we'll get back on track <laughs> yeah yeah can we come back with the snappy reboot exactly i can't snap <laughs> well you, you did a good job trying um it looks like you could snap from 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 zoom from uh wow you said zoom uh Jimmy. <laughs> so we can just add a sound effect to it <laughs> That's asking a lot. Um, <laughs> That's asking. Like 10 episodes in, I guess still got a lot to learn. <laughs> this is the eighth episode. Yeah, but like I've done like two more I'm recording in the next week. Oh. Uh, this will be the eighth or ninth, depending on when I release uh, one, oh, or one okay. of them. It's always, a fl- it's always a mutable thing, the podcast release schedule. Um, yes. So... I don't know how we're going to top that question, um, <laughs> I but I guess we can, can try. Um, so in the name of keeping things interesting, to close out the podcast, we're going to try a little closing segment that I'm calling the positive punchline. And it's where listeners have chosen a category and we get to spend a few minutes talking about something that makes us happy or that we find really positive in that particular category. Um, so, so Frank, I think I did eventually send you this yes, yes. <laughs> and the correct one. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what category has been chosen and what makes you happy in that category? Oh gosh, man. So it looks like the, the category that got the most responses was music. Uh, and so I definitely have, uh, a lot of things in music these days that is, uh, making me happy. He's uh, literally the music yeah. teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one of which is uh, flamenco music, which is what I've been doing a really deep dive in 
uh, here recently because I am working on an arrangement for our school's musical uh, this year. Uh, and uh, I'm working the song so that it has a real flamenco flair, but it kind of sent me down the rabbit hole to start reading about the history and learning about where many of these rhythms come from. And so right now, like I am, I'm loving like the history of flamenco dance, uh, the parts of Spain uh, where it, it's really originated and how it's kind of transferred across the uh, Europe and across North Africa uh, in the med. And, uh, and so, yeah, just like flamenco everything right now, the style of playing guitar, uh, it's just amazing. And so like, yeah, in, in music, like right now I'm in a, a flamenco world and it's cool. You do not look like you're in a rabbit hole, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just suggest anybody like go on YouTube and just put in like flamenco dance and just watch it. It's just amazing. And you know, the castanets and the, the guitar playing, oh my gosh, the guitar playing is just so fantastic. Uh, and, and it just makes me feel good. It's a powerful music. It's a really, even when it's slow, it's powerful. Uh, and I really, I really, really love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess I can answer this this, uh, thing of like what makes me happy with music. Um, so I think Frank may know this. I might've said this once or twice in his class. I like villains. Um, that is the thing with me where I just, I, I'm not evil myself. Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> I am a good person. I just, I like reading about, um, like, um, fictional villains like Disney or comic book ones. And I've always found it interesting to just listen to the songs that Disney makes for them in most of their movies. However, I was surprised to find out that they made a song for a villain in a Marvel movie. Not a, not a movie. It was a series. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, yeah. I, I'm not going to say it because of spoilers. So like a spoiler warning, this is from WandaVision. Yeah. And so, yeah, it... That blew me away because I was just like, yes, please. Just like, yay. And it was, yeah, and it was so good. It was really good. It is really good. Good. It was a really, really good villain theme. All right, Tina, do you, what? what is, you've got something going on over there. What, what is, <laughs> sorry, it's a lot of 18 wheelers. wheelers. <laughs> there really are. All right. Yeah. Um, with music, uh, in general, I like a lot of folk music. And uh, because I, not because I do theater, but just I guess they go hand in hand. Um, I do like listening to musicals and musical theater songs. Um, lately, I've been listening to The Color Purple a lot. But um, it, you all were talking about the WandaVision um, musical or uh, villain song. It reminded me of... Um, the fourth season of Blackish had a whole Juneteenth theme to it, but there was a whole like musical theater t- style section where they were like on a stage and they had choreography and dancing and singing and everything. And it was really amazing. So yeah. I'm more 18 wheelers. So I apologize. Um, <laughs> it's very busy for 
a very tiny town. Um, so yeah, musicals and uh, folk music. Hmm. Austin? Okay, coming soon, folk music musical. Uh, <laughs> right. we have, we have Bob Dylan, the musical. Um, oh, great. Now we have, <laughs> now PVPA has to be like vigorous. PVPA is just like writers are just like, oh dear, what has Austin said? Oh no. <laughs> we have to write this down in our notes. Uh, no. They, P PVPA music writers are much more creative than I could ever be. Um, as is evidenced, I think, you know, maybe not evidence, but. Um, wow. Don't put yourself down like that, Austin. Hey, Self-deprecation is my bread and butter, Will. Like, we've only known each other 45 minutes now. Like, if I don't know you're evil, you don't realize that I, I, I self-depreciate. Um, but uh, what is what is making me happy with music now? And, you know, music, oh, man, like, I don't know. I have a lot to say about music, in part because, like, something about me must be dead inside, because, like, I don't feel music the same way other people do. What? Right. Like, you know, like I don't just like it's very strange. Right. Like as people get into it, the, you know, Frank goes down, goes down deep dives. You know, Will, you know, you've got your own passion for um, villain music. And so I'm like, I just don't I'm just, I'm just happy to listen to anything. Right. And I just I come back around and like I don't seek it out. Right. And it's very it's I don't know. It's just something it's just, I don't know, it's just never been like my thing. But obviously I listen to music. And so I get on kicks and actually recently what, what I've been on a kick with has been Taylor Swift, um, which sounds like very, you know, maybe a little unoriginal. No, that was just like a, uh, that was not what I was expecting out of all the things to come out of your mouth. I was just like, Taylor Swift, huh? I mean, it's a, maybe, um, I don't know, but I really like Taylor Swift, like for like most of her, uh, most of her uh, her albums, um, even some of the country albums, which you know I, I like, I like, but they're not my favorite. But like all of her pop albums, I really enjoy. So I've still what I've started doing is is organizing. Yeah, you know, doing things like small tasks, like organizing or painting or something, just putting on one and listening to it all the way through, which is not something I usually do. Um, and this has kind of been kicked off because of her two most recent albums, um, Evermore and Folklore. Mm -hmm. Like they're very much in the in the line of like my what could be called my favorite style of music, which is like folk music or generally sad white girl music, right? Like this is my, um, <laughs> like this is my favorite kind of music to listen to. And so it's right up my alley. Like I love all those songs. I just looked at Frank I'm, I'm, I'm and then I was just like, oh no. That, that was great. But <laughs> The uh, have you checked out the that little doc? Uh, there's a documentary of folklore on uh, on Netflix. That's that's actually really really cool. <laughs> no, I have not. I will look that up. I'm pretty sure it's 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 either Netflix or yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's Netflix. I think everyone who's listening to this podcast has just been completely offended by of what Austin classified as as white girl music. <laughs> sad, sad, sad white girl music. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> really cool you should check it out there's a the 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 documentary is actually very good and uh it's cool to hear her talk about the music that she writes and the players the the, the two guys that that produced and, and played most of that album with her listening to them kind of talk about working through how they came up with their parts and stuff like that it's it's cool 
It's cool. You should check it out. I will, um, actually, because this all goes back, like, even though I don't necessarily, like, I don't seek out music or so on and so forth, I am endlessly fascinated when I come across it as to how music is made yeah. or produced in the 21st century. Um, and since I'm the librarian, I'm going to do a, um, a book shout out. Um, but there's a book called The Song Machine um, that I read, came back out in 2014. Um, I'm going to Google the author here real quick. Um, yeah, when you were like saying about how you listen to music, I was just like, yeah, that sounds like what librarians do. Fair enough. Yeah, so it's by John Seabrook. It's called The Song Machine Inside the Hit, Hit Music Factory. And it's, and I found it very interesting as like a, a peek inside how particularly pop music is made, right? And like the different collaborations that go on, mm -hmm. um, you know, because often I think oftentimes pop music, um, and I think about this like Taylor Swift, right? Gets passed off as like vapid or like bubblegummy or whatnot. Um, and maybe to some extent that's true, but the process of making it is actually very deep and involves a lot of collaboration, yep. even if it's more mechanized than some purists may like. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just always perpetually fascinated when I hear a new song. I'm like, okay, like we hear the artist singing, but how many people's fingers are on that song, right? How many people are there, like even singing in the background that we don't know of? And I'm, I'm just, I'm just always fascinated by that and have um, sort of endless amounts of respect for that process, even though it's comparatively new in the sort of music history. Yeah, and it looks really interesting. I, I got to say, I just had to Google that and how they have it broken, how the book is broken down, like choruses and bridges, and it talks about how how these various pieces of the music are put together. Yeah, that's very cool. When I heard when I heard you say the title, the first thing that made me think of was Hitsville, which was the, the kind of shorthand name for Motown. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is a book about Motown. But uh, but no, this is like literally about like the creation of pop like mega hits right? yeah from like the 1990s yep. through today yeah yeah i could talk for a while about that book but i'm not going to um <laughs> in part because i have i have an eye on the eye on the time and out of respect to all of your times uh, i think we should put a wrap on the podcast so will frank tina do you have any last words or shout outs to listeners i mean just thanks for like having all of us actually because I was the reason that I asked because um I asked is it just high school or can can seventh graders and middle school people join and when I found out I was like yep I want to be on this because this this is um amazing so thank yeah. you yeah and I and I and I want to say just Will, thank you for inviting me on again. And and like this has been a, been always a blast. And uh, Austin, I hope there's some material that you can that you can use in, in this in the chaos that I know you got to dig through. And Tina, I'm just gonna just say Tina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it's just great to hear your voice. And to all the folks out there in PVPA, just keep on keeping on, man. We're almost there. We are uh, we are pushing through and trying to find a way way to make it through and I and I am hopeful for the future. So just keep on. Absolutely. And she just muted herself. Okay. Um, so, so all right. Did you have any last word? Anything you wanted to say, Tina? 
<laughs> no, I was just muting myself because of the cars. <laughs> all right. That's quite all right. Um, I think we're, we're, we're all used to traffic. Um, so to wrap up, let's just say that this has been REPBPA. And I would again like to thank uh, Will and Frank and Tina, especially for, for volunteering to be on um, and sort of Tina through jumping through all the tech hoops to make this happen. So remember, um, listeners, if you have questions, you want to submit to the show, look for the link in the morning announcements or email me, Austin, or go to our website at anchor.fm slash R-E-P-B-P-A to submit a voice message. You can also find the podcast on many more platforms, including uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. These are these are newer platforms, so if those are more convenient for you, hop on and find us there. Um, but more importantly, write in. We love to hear from you and we need your questions to keep going. And with that, it is time to hit the button on our outro music and shout out those artists who have made this possible. The logo design is by Jasper Dearborn, and the music is by Emilio Pereira Tassado and Patrick Conway. A special thank you to the whole PVPA community for supporting this project and being amazing artists. We look forward to hearing your questions.